0: Welcome to another episode of No Tears for Black Girls, a true crime podcast with a purpose, written and produced by award-winning author, John Reedberg. I'm your host, Samantha Paul. Let's dive in. Atlanta, Georgia. Nicknamed Mrs. Bluebeard, Roberta Elder was a heartless serial killer who targeted those closest to her. Her horrific killing spree began in 1938, but it wasn't until August, 1952 that anyone suspected murder. It is believed she had killed at least 14 unsuspecting people. Yet there was no evidence linking her to the gruesome crimes. The mysterious killings may have started as early as 1938, but it wasn't until Reverend William M. Elder died after eating bananas and cheese in 1952 that suspicion of foul play arose. Reverend Elder, a beloved Baptist preacher in Atlanta, Georgia, had already suffered the loss of two daughters, Fannie Mae and Annie Pearl, who both died of pneumonia one and two years prior. The same coroner that examined his daughters was puzzled when he observed Reverend Elder's body riddled with ruddy skin and emaciated frame. The coroner had only one option, to test whether or not Reverend Elder could have been poisoned with arsenic, the symptoms of which are much like pneumonia. After finding traces of arsenic in his body, the unfortunate truth could no longer be denied, and they alerted the authorities to the multiple deaths occurring within the Eason Street home. Police attention shifted to William Elder's wife, Roberta. After only two years of marriage, Roberta and her husband were living with William's five children from a previous union. But soon after they were married, Annie Pearl became ill and soon died. Then Fanny Mae followed suit. William then took ill at his construction job, claiming he'd eaten bananas and cheese prior to becoming sick. The doctor was called providing medicine for William, instructing the family to call if he didn't improve. They were not able to provide him with assistance until William passed away too, before he could arrive. His surviving children witnessed Roberta giving him milk of magnesia, like she had done for their sisters, to ease their symptoms, and later discovered that arsenic was administered. An analysis of the surviving elder family members confirmed they had all been exposed to arsenic. The police investigation revealed Roberta had taken out an insurance policy on each deceased elder, prompting them to exhume Annie Pearl and Fannie Mae. Forensic evidence found in their hair proved enough for officers to apprehend Roberta. As police dug deeper into the case, they uncovered a twisted trail of death that Roberta Elder had left behind since 1938. Her common law husband, John Woodward, was only the beginning. Roberta would take 10 more lives, including two of her own infant children and a grandchild, within the walls of her home. Roberta had purchased life insurance policies for several victims, some in sums as large as $500, and collected the payout after their demise. Police could never verify her purchase of arsenic, though her brother's farm was suspected by William's surviving children. With circumstantial evidence as its basis, They sentenced Roberta to life in prison. Capital punishment laws prevented harsher sentences due to lack of direct evidence. Roberta Elder, Atlanta's own Mrs. Bluebeard, was reported to have gone even further than the original fairy tale in her acts of violence. The Black press soon referred to her as a serial killer for her heinous crimes that she committed without motive or remorse. Although Roberta's killing spree was unheard of and unspeakable, it still received little attention from the mainstream white press they sentenced her to life in prison, never having confessed her guilt. But Roberta wasn't the only female serial killer in the spotlight at that time. Nanny Doss, known too many as Lady Bluebeard or the Giggling Granny, was accused of taking the lives of four out of her five husbands, with 11 other family members being among her victims. Her story of violence and depravity made headlines all across the country and remains an ongoing source of fascination among true crime aficionados. Doss's continuing legacy and impact on popular culture, 70 years since her dark deeds, reveal an unsettling trend in the fabric of American history. They given black victims the same attention as their white counterparts. Studies have shown that African-American perpetrators are more likely to be presented in the media, while African-American victims go unseen. Meanwhile, White victims receive more attention in the media compared to their involvement in crime. Psychologist Scott Bond believes this is because of false assumptions about serial killers and their victims, that black serial killers don't exist in substantial numbers. This occurs because nine out of 10 serial killers target people of the same race. Because American society has relegated African Americans to a lower level and made people believe blacks cause violent crime against whites, African-American violent crime victims remain invisible. The media furthers this false assumption by giving time to criminals who attack sympathetic victims, white women in particular. People label this concept as missing white girl syndrome. According to Zack Summers' analysis of this syndrome's accuracy, evidence suggests that gender and race discrimination influence the recognition and coverage given to crime victims, determining both their acknowledgement and the extent of media attention they receive. Sarah Stillman, a media studies scholar, says these images and messages offer an indirect guide on which victims to sympathize with and which ones to ignore. This has resulted in the fading away of African-American victims from both news outlets and public awareness. Roberta Elder's name evokes feelings of terror and dread. Between 1952 and 1954, Roberta Elder, also known as the Black Widow, faced accusations of killing multiple people. However, the mainstream media was more captivated by the story of Nanny Doss, the giggling granny, who had murdered 11 white people. Though Roberta Elder's victims had perished long ago, this damaging power dynamic continued to thrive in modern society. To illustrate, let's look at a gruesome case from Canada. While broadcasters dedicated hours of broadcasting to the death of a whale via a boat propeller collision, society remained unaware and uninterested in the 32 vanished indigenous women. Even until this day, victims of color have all too often been ignored or silenced, their stories going untold for generations. It's time to tell the stories of those left behind. It's time to remember Roberta Elder. Love us? Leave us a positive review or rating. Follow No Tears for Black Girls on social media and No Tears for BG on Twitter. Be blessed. Be loved. Stay safe.